Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Warren Jeffs was a prophet of the FLDS, that would be the Fundamentalist Latter-day Saints, a offshoot of Mormonism. Jeffs demanded absolute loyalty and instituted complete adherence to the religion, requiring strict dress codes, banishing community celebrations, and casting out followers who didn't fall in line. His controversial reign ended with a conviction for sexual assault with underage girls, landing him in jail for life. And that is all of that. We've, I think a lot of us have heard the story of uh, Warren Jeffs, but Keep Sweet, the new film, the new documentary film, by Don Argot is just a very interesting and very compelling look inside these people's lives and how we need to really not assume anything. And I, that's my takeaway from, from this documentary film, Keep Sweet. With that, I'd like to uh, bring on to the program the director, Don Argot. Don, welcome back to Film School Radio. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, thank you so much for being here you such a terrific body of work. It's, it's just always a pleasure to be able to talk to you about this, Keep Sweet. As I said before we started, this is something I would not have expected, and I am very curious as to how you got interested in this and, and the, I would I assume would be the different turn that this took as you were making the film. Yeah, I mean, as, as these things usually are, they're, uh, they're a journey from start to finish, and uh, you know, where you start is not always where you think you're going to end up, and uh, this film was, was no exception. Uh, I, I did a film a few years back called Believer uh, with Dan Reynolds from Imagine Dragons, and that was kind of <laughs> in, a, in a similar way. You know, we started that film uh, in, a, in a very different manner than what it turned out to be, but uh, through the course of doing that film and exploring uh, Dan's religion, he grew up in and, uh, you know, that film is, is really about Dan trying to kind of reconcile his faith with, uh, you know, his beliefs, his own personal beliefs, uh, you know, about homosexuality and how the church kind of views all that stuff. I kind of found myself in this, uh, you know, Mormon world, I guess you'd say, uh, for lack of a better <laughs> term. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm an atheist myself, so I'm not, I'm not a religious person at all, so I... I kind of funny that I've done now two films that are kind of, uh, you know, largely based on, on religion. But because of that film and the success of that film, I ended up meeting some folks at the, this company, 44 Blue. They had mentioned to me that they were work. they had a, their own kind of like Mormon film, if you will, but this was on the FLDS, and it was the Lost Boys uh, film they had started about, you know, at this point probably 13 years ago, and they were kind of following these kids that were being kicked out of the community by Warren Jeffs at the time. And they went down to uh, that area, Short Creek, and found, you know, a handful of these boys, uh, dubbed the Lost Boys, and started to do a documentary on them. You know, spent some time, at, you know, several shoots, and then would check in with them periodically. But they weren't ever able to kind of get the project off the ground for whatever reason, but it was a project that they couldn't let go. And specifically this producer, Glenn Meehan was a big part of that project. And, 
had found the story early on about the Lost Boys and took the initiative to go down there and do some filming, it was a project that he just couldn't shake. When I met with these guys after Believer, we started to talk about their project. I had any interest in potentially coming on board to maybe like kind of finish it out in some way. And the initial idea was to really kind of check in with these Lost Boys, you know, 10, 12 years later and kind of do a where are they now, examine, you know, what they've been through and all that kind of stuff. You know, it seemed like a pretty good idea. They had this, the lens of uh, us in the present day looking on, you know, looking into the past and met a couple of the guys, started spending some time down there. And the biggest thing that I found was that there was a much, much bigger story happening than just this kind of limited you know, where are they now story. And I, and I was kind of looking at this town through the lens of you know, our kind of political landscape that was happening a few years ago with, you know, the Trump years and things. And, and I realized that this was, there was a much, much more interesting and complicated story, way more compelling than, you know, the Lost Boys story. So that's how we started. And that's where the, the pivot kind of happened to um, this larger story and trying to understand what this town was going through and what they had to reconcile with Warren Jeffs being away. And there's still some people in the town that were loyal to Warren. And there was people that had left the religion and they were all kind of living among, amongst each other. And there was this kind of invisible civil war happening. And I thought it was, again, very interesting. And, I, um, and that's when we decided that, you know, that, that was the better story to tell. And that's how we started uh, this film. And to your point, thankfully, enough people on all sides of this equation in terms of what's happening in this particular kind of no man's land, this uh, city that exists, this community, pardon me, that exists in two different worlds, Colorado City, Colorado, and Hillsdale, Arizona, or do I have that right? Is it Hillsdale or Hilldale? It's Colorado City, Arizona, and Hilldale, Utah. Sorry about that. Uh, and and how the, you've got all sides of this from these people that you were able to gain their confidence. Terrell Musser, Esther uh, Blistline, Shirley Duke, uh, Draper, Norma Richter, and Lori Barlow, among others, Christine Marie Katas, were all very, yeah. very important to telling us what happened and why. And if you want to just kind of for a second, if you're watching or thinking about watching um, keep sweet. You should keep them. You can put the religion part of this, I think, in a sort of its own little quadrant of the story, and that is important. It's an important part, but it's also a, a community that was struggling with some things that you wouldn't have expected in terms of the new world we live in, which is uh, people coming in to essentially seeing seeing real estate as the as the holy grail for for uh, for success and 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 uh, money. And there's that part of it as well, and how we watch these people really come to grips over this issue and also come to grips with each other and how they begin to see each other in different ways. Is that is that yeah. a fair way to put what is happening? Yeah, I think absolutely. I think that was one of the, one of the real, you know, things that was very important for us to tell this story. I mean, these types of stories, uh, when you're t- when you're when you're working within a controversial subject matter, you know it's imperative, and it's not always possible, but it's imperative to always try to get you know all sides of a conflict, right? And a lot of times with stories like this, 
uh, you tend to only get one side of the story. And a lot of times that's the story, you know, for using my own bias, is, is the story that I'm usually like, you know, eight times out of ten on the side of, you know, the people that, uh, you know, like when we were doing a film about nuclear energy, talking to activists in the community that are railing against the big company. And it's hard to get the company to get their side, uh, you know, of, of, of their story, right? And this is a little bit different, but but incredibly important to get all sides because, you know, I think a lot of times, especially with, you know, the media and uh, in mainstream media, they, they go in there with a, with a set idea of what the story is. And then they basically, they're not really reporting. They're not diving into it as like, true journalists they're really going in with a preconceived notion of what the story is and they're just reporting on what they think the story is mm -hmm. and that has happened you know specifically in this community from the get-go i mean obviously warren jeffs did a ton of bad things they only have gone in and told the warren jeffs story and lumped all the people that follow him into one bucket about who they are and that they're in a cult and they're like you know we we have very um uh, you know, we have we have very specific and, and vivid, you know, ideas of what cult members look like. But I, I would even say, in the past couple of years, that's shifted. I mean, yeah. we've we've had an entire country, you know, and, my, and not to get into political discussion, but we've, in my opinion, have had an entire country that's kind of fell in, under the spell of a cult leader in Donald Trump. Yeah. So, you know, the the idea of like people drinking uh, Kool-Aid, the Jim Jones and the, you know, the Waco stuff being like a version and vision of what uh, cult members are, you know, is, is very palpable, right? But, you know, this, any, any story is defined by, you know, the, you know, and that's why I love Shirley's voice in the film is, you know, it was very important for, for her to say like, you know, when that, whenever there's a deviant, kind of, uh, you know, group of people that they, they get defined by the outside. They get defined by, by uh, the media portraying them a certain way. And it was just important to get into the story from and, and meet people on the other side and get to know them as people, not as a, you know, kind of, you know, just like cardboard cutout or one-dimensional version of, of who they are defined by, you know, the media or, or the outside world. Well, well, Don, they look the part. That's part of it. They walk, yeah, I right. mean, they look like they're out of the 1880s. And, and right. so, so it's easy to look at them and say just exactly what you're talking about. And again, I want to underscore just how interesting this story is. And as, as you, I am very much in the camp of, I'm not a religious person at all. And I find, I find, I, I'm always interested in why people are so religious. To me, this is endlessly yeah. fascinating because the stories that they tell are so unfathomable to me, and yet yeah. I understand that they mean a lot to those people. I at least understand that they believe it, and I'm willing to respect that. And it's, I mean, it gets harder and harder sometimes for, for certain stories that are told, but nonetheless, sure. I do respect it. And, and especially yeah. when you see decent people who want to do the right thing? I'm looking at Lori Barlow and you know Norma Richter. They are, they seem to be nice people. Yeah, yeah, and so and just to to all the things you're talking about, this there's a lot of facets to this particular documentary film, Keep Sweet. 
and you manage to keep all of them moving forward and to watch this community essentially be destroyed for whatever you may have the problems you may have with Warren Jeffs, that's a whole other realm of understandable uh, reaction. But th to watch these people be completely destroyed is is really uh, a heart-wrenching part of this film. And, you know, I, I just think everything that about this film will defy your expectations. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's something that we worked really hard for, and, and we were fortunate. And again, this is the type of stories that you you can tell when you have, you know, all sides representing it because it becomes extremely complex. And, you know, it's, it's hard these days to get people from all sides to speak, you know, uh, without ridicule, you know, without painting them a certain way. And, um, you know, I, I do think that's something I'm very proud of that we were able to accomplish here. That's frankly, it's, it's really hard to pull off these days. You know, more, I would say it's harder and harder, yeah. especially within documentary film. And certainly in news pieces, you know, you get bias. You, know, you don't you don't get a balanced view of anything. You know, you're where, wherever your kind of ideology slots in. You know, you kind of mainline the news that fits your ideology. And I think you know that's it's all dangerous on a lot of levels. I, I think in a way, a film like this jumps out or stands out because, frankly, aren't tons of films that are complex in their nature when it. Uh, on certain subjects. Yeah, know? I agree. I agree. We live in a world now which where it's all about marketing. What do you believe? We'll step right up. We'll we'll reinforce whatever you think is true. And and yeah. I, I completely agree. I mean, it is. It's all about marketing now. I I'm of the opinion that one political party now is not at all concerned about governing. This is sort of editorializing, so I apologize. But but <laughs> one, 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 yeah, one one political party is not even interested in legislating or governing. They're just interested in feeding an information echo stream that yep. is all about reinforcing what everybody in that echo stream believes. And I just it's, and that's exactly what's going on now. We we don't we're not look we're not looking to even govern anymore. We're looking to essentially con continue to keep the herd in line with whatever yep. it is. So that's, 100%. yeah. So I, well, I want to thank you. And I want to let people know that how they can, how can they uh, see Keep Sweet? Um, uh, it's, yeah, uh, Keep Sweet's premiering on November 24th on Discovery Plus, subscription service. Uh, so just add it to your uh, mountain of subscription services that you already have and uh, watch Keep Sweet on Discovery Plus. Fantastic. That's great. And congratulations uh, also on the recent Kurt Vonnegut uh, documentary film, Unstuck Thank in you. Time. Oh, wonderful documentary film. Your body work. I love Art of the Steel. I'm still, I tell people about that. And I, it's still to this day, it's a fantastic documentary film. And I want to thank you so much for this as well. Keep sweet. We've been talking. Right, thank you. You're, you're very welcome. We've been talking with the, the director of Keep Sweet, and that would be Don Arga. Thanks again. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Music